This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marsha Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good afternoon. This is Marshall Davis. I'm recording this in Florida now. We came down a few days ago. I wanted to get away from the ice and the snow. In fact, the ice was so bad, my wife, a couple weeks ago, slipped on the ice and broke her leg. So we didn't know if we were going to be able to get down here, but, but we are. We figured it was better for her to be sitting around in the sun than sitting around in the snow. So... We're down in Florida for a few weeks now, and I wanted to record this episode on scriptures. The last episode I recorded was on the Bhagavad Gita. got me thinking about Christians reading other scriptures and how Christians can benefit from reading other scriptures rather than our own. There's a famous verse that all Christians who are familiar with conservative forms of Christianity know. It says, All scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Notice that verse says, All scripture, not just Christian scriptures, but all scriptures. And it could not mean just Christian scriptures because there were no Christian scriptures when that verse was written. The Christian canon was not established until the 4th century. And the author of that verse and that book of Second Timothy, which most biblical scholars say was not Paul, by the way, but whoever this author was, he was thinking of the Hebrew scriptures when he wrote that verse. Furthermore, he was not even thinking about the whole Hebrew scriptures, what we call today the Old Testament, because even the Hebrew canon was not finalized until the second century AD. So he was likely thinking about the law of the prophets, the phrase that Jesus often used to refer to the scriptures. So you can't take that verse and say and use that verse to prove that only Christian scriptures are inspired by God, because that's obviously not what it meant at the time. So Either we reject all writings that were not considered scripture at that time when this verse was written, when Second Timothy was written, or we have to admit that includes more than just those scriptures, it includes more than just the Torah and the prophets. And if it includes more than these Jewish writings recognized at the time, why not include more than the, the Greek writings, the, the Christian scriptures? Why not include the scriptures of other faiths. I believe that the scriptures of all faiths are inspired by God and useful, as this verse says. But most Christians don't believe this. Most Christians believe that there are no genuine scriptures besides the Christian Bible. Conservative Christians, by the way, evangelicals and fundamentalists and Pentecostals, think that only the Bible, composed of what we call the Old and New Testaments, is the Word of God. In their mind, the holy books of other faiths are not 
inspired by God. They say that at best, they are the words of human beings, and at worst, they are inspired by demons, some of them say. But I agree with Second Timothy that all scripture is inspired by God. And when you read all scriptures or various scriptures, you find that out for yourself. You recognize that the voice speaking in these other scriptures is the voice of the Spirit. And when you notice that, it undermines the exclusivism of traditional Christianity. For that reason, reading all scriptures is a subversive activity. So, I am encouraging you to be subversive. Non-dual Christianity is subversive Christianity, just like the non-dual message of Jesus was subversive, which is why he was crucified. Having said that, the Bible, the Christian Bible, has a special place in my heart because it is my tradition. But it's not the only divinely inspired writing. The Upanishads are inspired by God. The Tao Te Ching is inspired by God. The teachings of the Buddha are inspired by God. Zen Koans are inspired by God. So is the Gita. The Quran is inspired by God. Now that does not mean that I accept everything that these scriptures say. Every collection of scriptures emerges from a certain cultural and religious context. Not all religions are the same. They're not all equal, you might say. Some are more dualistic than others. Some are more egoic than others. But to differing degrees, they are all inspired by God. All inspired by the same Spirit. They are wells that draw upon the same aquifer of living water. It's just a matter, to use a different metaphor, of separating the wheat from the chaff, the divine from the ego. When we Christians read our own scriptures or other scriptures, it's important to remember the nature of scripture. Scriptures are not magical books. They did not drop out of the sky whole, regardless of what some religions teach about the origin of their scriptures. No scriptures are inerrant or infallible, including the Christian Bible, even though evangelicals and fundamentalists make that claim, the Christian Bible never makes that claim for itself. That idea came much later, and it was developed by people who put the Bible up in the place of God, and they came to idolize Scripture. Scriptures are not even authoritative. Now, I know that is also a subversive thing to say, but the Bible never claims that it is authoritative. It says that scriptures are helpful and useful. Once again, to quote that verse in Second Timothy, all scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Useful, not perfect. The King James Version uses the word profitable not infallible. Now, this flies in the face of Christian doctrines about the inspiration and the authority of Scripture. Inspiration, yes, 
authority no the only authority is the word of god which is not a book but it is the communication of the spirit when the bible speaks about the word of god it is not talking about a book is referring to god you know the prophets would say the word of the lord came to me it was not saying that a book came to them it means the inspiration of the spirit came to them those people who claim scripture as authoritative are really saying that their particular teachings about scripture are authoritative when they say that christian scriptures are inerrant or infallible they are saying that their interpretation of scripture is inerrant and infallible it's a way that religious leaders have to try to coerce people to accept their teachings that you have to agree with them or you're lost they make their interpretations of scripture into creeds and traditions defended by religious authority structures by doing that these religious people are actually enshrining the human ego and making the ego the authority for the spiritual life scriptures were not dictated to humans by god they were written by human beings like you and me they reflect the state of human knowledge at the time that they were written including the scientific and historical and medical knowledge at the time they're not perfect they're not supernatural communication from god they are human writings that point people to god the most important thing to remember when reading any scriptures is that the spirit that inspired those writings dwells in us and inspires us now that does not make us perfect make everything that we think or say perfect but it makes us inspired by the spirit we are to trust the spirit that is what the scripture writers did the people who wrote the scriptures never dreamed that their writings would one day be considered sacred scripture the apostle paul for example never imagined that his letters would one day be collected and to be considered and read on the same level as the torah in the same way christians seldom think that they could have insights as inspired as the prophets or apostles but why not it's the same spirit operating in us the purpose of scripture is not to supernaturally convey certain doctrines that we have to believe or certain rules that we have to follow the purpose of them is to point us to how to know god for ourselves firsthand they lead us into the same awareness of god as the scripture writers had now i must also say that not all written scriptures are of equal value just like not all books in the bible are of equal value leviticus does not have the same value for me as the gospel of john all the scriptures of the religions of the world are inspired but they are not all of equal value we discern their value by looking to the spirit who inspired them we judge scripture by spirit now when i say things like this some christians will accuse me of making my spiritual experience the ultimate authority 
they say that I am placing myself above the Bible, thereby deluding myself. That I am placing my human judgment above the authority of the church and the creeds. That I am putting myself up as the ultimate judge of what is true and what is not. I have two responses to that. First, in the end, we all decide for ourselves what is true, whether we admit that or not. Everyone does that. Now, evangelicals will say no. They'll say that they trust the Bible and not themselves. But they had to decide to trust the Bible at some point. Someone told them to trust the Bible. Someone told them the Bible was inerrant, and they believed that even though the theory of biblical inerrancy is very recent. When they decide to trust the Bible, they are actually trusting the judgment of a bunch of churchmen in the 4th century who decided which books would be in the Bible and which books would not. Why trust them? Who appointed them and made them infallible decision-makers? Even if we decide to trust them and to trust the Bible as an errant, who are we going to trust to interpret the Bible? Ultimately, we have to trust the Spirit inspiring us to guide. So, no matter how you look at it, it always comes down to trusting the Spirit. The second thing I would say is that I'm not putting the human individual up as the ultimate judge of spiritual truth, I'm not putting myself up as the ultimate judge of spiritual truth. I do not trust myself. I do not trust the self at all. The human self is incapable of judging spiritual matters. It cares only for itself and not the things of the Spirit. So I do not trust myself. I trust the self with a capital S, not the self with a lowercase s. We have to trust the divine self whom we call God, rather than the human self, whom we think we are. If you can't tell the difference between the divine self and the human self, then you are in big trouble. The spiritual life is all about the divine one that we call God. That non-dual reality is what all the scriptures of the world point to in various degrees. It's what all religions point to, some better than others. That is what all spiritual practices and rituals are meant to lead us to. This divine one is the source of all spiritual truth and all scriptures and all of nature and the whole universe. Furthermore, that thou art, as Upanishads say, this divine self, this divine non-dual reality is all there is. And it is our true nature, our true self. The truth is one, as God is one. This one is truth. This is the way, the truth, and the life, as Jesus said. And Jesus was speaking as the divine self when he said that. We have access right now to this ultimate reality. And when one is aware of this, aware as this, it's a better way to say it, it is obvious. It is as plain as day. 
It's like waking up from a haze or unconsciousness. It's like being born again or resurrected, which are the metaphors that, that the New Testament uses. Everything else is seen as secondhand religion compared to immediate awareness of and as the one reality. All scriptures point to this divine awareness if we have eyes to see and ears to hear. And that is it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ. Christ.